Tuwela, blessed people. Welcome back. And so we were looking at the condition of the church. And we see very clearly. I was reading verse 13 outrageous. It's a rebellion and treachery against the Lord. And you can see very clearly that even now when the Lord sends his two prophets to come and announce repentance and the return to holiness. You see rebellion and treachery against God. You see them rebelling. They don't want to hear. When, he, when he's announcing that the cloud of God is coming to Kisumu. You see outright rebellion even in Kisumu itself. You find them doing casuals the whole night crying, sometimes singing and laughing, sometimes crying and, and binding and binding and casting and what. And yet the glory of God is coming. Hallelujah. You hear them at the whole night Kesha and yet it was announced that God is coming to visit here tomorrow. And so he says rebellion and treachery against God, against the Lord. You see it outside the church. You see it inside the church. The inside of the church is a form of the outward in the rebellion of the heathen. There is such a situation of a fall. Why? Because the devil attacked like a fly. And he says when the devil attacks like a fly, the Lord Yahweh will raise up a standard against the devil. That is why we are headed to tonight. But I want to exhaust fully the condition of the church. That when you tell them about repentance today, nobody wants to hear about repentance. When you tell them the Messiah is coming, they said, no, that has been said for many years. They don't want, as though they don't want the Messiah to come. It is as though they don't want the Messiah to come. Rebellion and treachery against the Lord. It's a very serious condition in the church. It is apostasy. When you tell them, please, the Messiah is coming, change the gospel. They don't want to hear that. They say, no, we love the gospel of prosperity. We like paying a seed, sowing a seed, paying a seed. And then they have no miracles after that. The cripples are walking. God the Holy Spirit has visited. God the Father himself. The thing he did only in the wilderness with Israel alone. He has now done it here. And yet there is rebellion and treachery. They want to continue on with church as usual. As if God is not speaking. When you tell them repent, there is sin in the church. They respond as though there is therefore for no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But I ask them, do you know what it means to be in Christ Jesus? That means your will has been taken away. Replaced by the will of God. And the old person has been nailed on the cross. And the new person now is leading in the newness of life. Living in the new life. They see God the Holy Spirit coming and descending on the mightiest prophets of Yahweh to identify them. And they see the creepers walking. From here and there, everywhere across the land. Even Porvo in Finland. Even in South Sudan to read. And yet they are still going on with rebellion. They say, no, we also have our prophet here. And then you ask them, but where are the 
examples that your prophets have raised. And why are you walking in sin, in nudity and nakedness and immorality if you have a prophet God speaks with? Rebellion and treachery against the Lord. It's the order of the day. You see it outside, outside the church. And you see it inside the church. And inside the church, it has become an apostasy that is metastatic. It has become, gone through metastasis, resistant and immune. With impunity now. When you tell them repent and rebuke their sin, they say, No, I want to leave the ministry. Hey! Where are you going to when the cloud has settled here? Don't you fear? Where are you going to when the two prophets have such enormous authority? They are walking with God like this. How dare you? Don't you fear that God himself will stand up and strike you? He will lock the door Isaiah 59.13 Rebellion and treachery against the Lord Turning their backs on God The very salvation of Jesus That was meant to deliver them from sin The loving arms of the Messiah That he extended to them They have rejected it They have gone to something else Which is not even salvation The gospel of prosperity and sin the treachery of this hour the rebellion of this generation and he's describing what is in the church it is the inward in the form of the outward the inward is a form of what's going on outside the world when you tell them come and drink for free the Lord has opened a fountain the creepers are walking the blind can see during the coronavirus alone more than 37 creepers about 36-37 have been raised at one decree and yet they are still not yet returning to the Lord they cannot see that as a wonder rebellion and treachery against the Lord characterizes this generation and yet the Messiah is coming and I ordered for the stairs to be lowered from heaven into the sky they are not yet moved they are still talking about their apostle that is asking them for money they prefer that kind of delusion it is as though they are under the spell of some witchcraft it's unbelievable they are going to fallen apostles out there fallen prophets of the world when they hear about repentance and holiness there is a devil in their flesh that rises up the devil rises up and begins to fight that when they hear repentance and holiness the devil in their flesh rises up very rageous does not want holiness that devil in them does not want righteousness and it's a rebellion and treachery against the Lord turning their backs our backs on our God your very source of deliverance you are turning your back on him the cloud of God is here announcing the coming of the Messiah and you are turning your back on the cloud of God say no I want to go and open my own church I want to go do my own thing I want to go to another place where are you going to and God is here hey! who has bewitched you he's describing the condition of the present day church and he's saying rebellion and 
treachery against the Lord turning our backs on our God as though they have another cloud somewhere else inciting revolt and oppression inciting rebellion against God look at the way he lays out your case where will you run to inciting rebellion against Yahweh himself how will you survive so I want to describe the complete condition of the church and then we'll see how does she walk forward from there into the newness of life because the Lord says in verse 19 that when the devil attacks like a flood the Lord will raise a standard against the devil hallelujah Hallelujah. And he says verse 14. He says, again before 14 he says, uttering lies our hearts have conceived. So justice is driven back. And righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has tumbled in the streets. Honesty cannot enter in the church today. Truth is nowhere to be found. Whoever shuns evil becomes prey to them. Their enemy. Their attack. If you fight evil, the church comes to fight you. Unbelievable. The Lord looked and was displeased. And there was no justice. He saw that there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. When you see them, you see them all walking in the same direction of the fall and nobody can stop the other and say, hey, this direction with sin is leading us to the lake of fire. God is holy. Can we stop and find God? No, none of them can stop all of them. And so you guys, this direction we are following is wrong. Look at the sin around us. Look at the abortions in the church. Look at the lies, the false prophets that are harvesting money. How come we cannot tell we are on the wrong road? We need to stop and find the, find the Lord. Look for the Lord. Seek the Lord. We need to stop and find direction that leads back to the Lord. No. Every church they are together. The pastors are together. They are headed in the same direction. And they consult with one another. I used to wonder when they consult, can, some, can someone rise up and say that you guys you guys what we are doing is wrong the cloud of God has visited his mega prophets in this land are you aware that that is the God the father we worship are you aware that nobody created by him can ever ignore him and claim to want to enter heaven righteousness is being preached you guys cripples are being raised in this land how can we ignore this none of them can stop the other they are consumed by evil because the devil has attacked like a flag unless the Lord raises a standard hallelujah and the situation is so desperate and he says he was appalled that there was no one to intervene so his own arm achieved salvation for him and his own righteousness sustained him he put on righteousness as his breastplate and the helmet of salvation on his head he put on the garments of vengeance and wrapped himself in zeal as a clock 
as in a clock. According to what they have done. So will he repay wrath to his enemies and retribution to his foes. He will repay the islands they are due, meaning the far off lands, the islands they are due. And our scripture today was verse 19 where we have reached now. And he says again tena, he says very clearly here in King James I prefer King James. Anasema, kwa wazi kabisa hapa, kwa wazi kabisa kwenye King James. He says so, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west. And his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Shall lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so this is the condition of the church. You could read up to verse 20. The Redeemer will come from Zion. But I want us to start handling tonight's message from this foundation here. From the current state of the fall. What is he saying? And he's saying that the situation is very bad. It's terrible. And this situation is synonymous with what you see in the book of Luke chapter 15. The son that got lost. The prodigal son that went away. Look at that now. Luke chapter 15. That you may understand the standard that God raises on this. He raises a standard against it. He raises, uh, I don't know how Swahili is going to put that. A standard means he, he counters it with this. He raises a standard against him. He counters it. He fights against it. When the devil attacks like a flood, he counter, when the devil attacks like a flood, he counters it. Luke chapter 15. And he says, verse 20 part B. Verse 20 says, so he got up and went to his father. Because he could remember. Verse 17. When he came to his senses. He says. How many of my father's hired servants. Have food to spare. Enough to eat and spare. And here I am starving here. And verse 20 says. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still long, far away, a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran down towards him. He ran to his son and threw his arms around him and kissed his neck. Hallelujah. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe, the richest robe. And put on him. That is now the blood of Jesus. Only the blood of Jesus can cleanse. When he has come from feeding the pigs in the pig's tie with a stench, with a smell, with a filth, with a lostness, rotten life out there in the brothels of this world and drug addiction of this world. And then he says, bring out the best robe. Only the blood of Jesus can now cover you and restore you back. In the field of feeding pigs. In the stench of the pig's tie. His body was dilapidated. He looked very sickly. Very tired. And twice his age. He looked twice his age. Older. 
beaten by this life abused by the life of this day coming back home prodded defeated by life and he is walking like this is the last journey he is making he doesn't know what lies ahead whether it's rebuke or to be chased away and then the father sees him before even he sees the father and he runs down to him and lays his arms around him embrace him with love the love of a father hallelujah and he's saying father I have something to say allow me to say this please allow me he says I don't want to hear one word the father was busy talking to the servants bring the richest robe bring the blood of Jesus here Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said the blood of bring the best robe. Quickly said. And put on him. And put a ring on his finger. The signet ring was the symbol of authority of the throne. And that signet ring always represented the authority of that throne. And that signet ring represents the Holy Spirit that gives him authority. And so bring the most expensive sandals. Tonight, 
she must redeem her title again. Wakati ambapo unampokea Yesu, basi unapokea nguvu kamilifu na ukamilifu wote kabisa wa Yesu Kristo. Hivyo basi je? How how can a church? Ni vipi ambavyo kanisa? That is that is the candidate for the royal bride of heaven. The bride of Christ. The bride of heaven. Will not come from a Hindu temple. The bride of Christ. That enters heaven. Will not come from an Islamic mosque. The bride of Christ. That enters heaven. Will not come from Buddhist temples. The bride of Christ. That enters heaven. Will not come from the new age and yoga. They will not come from a new age religion. The church is still the bride of Christ. So we rather sort it out today here that she may reclaim her position in creation. Hallelujah. She has to claim her position tonight. The bride of Christ is still the church. So tonight is tonight. We have to sort it out. So with that introduction, how do we now move the church? How do we address this sin? The first thing you see from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 59.19 Like a flag. He attacks like a flood. And that is the same flood that you see him attacking with in the book of Revelation 12 verse 5. When he's attacking Israel. And like a flood he spews like a flood something torrents to cover her, drown her but they could not catch her. So what is the message then? He says, number one, repentance. Repentance. Before we start the message, let's just handle this and then we begin the message tonight. The main, the main service. Number one, repentance. Number two, you have to accept your inability as man. That is what will cause you to need God. The present day church has to accept her inability without the Holy Spirit. In other words, human pride cannot survive now. The now must be told that there is no Holy Spirit in the church. That's why there are no miracles in the church. They don't have miracles. They, don't, they speak false tongues. They speak the tongues of the devil blaspheming the Holy Spirit. No fear of God. So we must first humble and accept that their inability. They must accept that no, we don't have the ability to confront the devil. That's why he has run us over like a flood. And okay, so, so, so the book of Matthew chapter 23, I'm reading verses 12, verse 12 alone. Where she needs to start from. I told you to be a very long service tonight. Matthew 23, 12. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. It will begin by humbling yourself. That you may know that you need help. That it has not worked alone. On your own it has not worked. The book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 34. It says the following. Proverbs 3 He mocks the proud mockers. Again he mocks the proud mockers. Again he mocks the proud mockers. 
but shows favor to the humble when they oppressed so it's going to begin from there blessed people to humble yourselves and understand that on your own you cannot fight the devil that's why he has run you over like a flood number two the book of Hebrews chapter 13 Turn with me to Hebrews 13 blessed people. Hebrews chapter 13. The beautiful book of Hebrews. Chapter 13. Verses 5 and 6. It says the following. Keep your lives free from the love of money. And be content with what you have because God has said never will I leave you never will I forsake you so we say with confidence that the Lord is my help the Lord is my helper I will not be afraid what can mere mortals do to me Hallelujah. What does he mean there? He says that you have to learn now after realizing that on their own as a church they have not been able to do much. The devil has run them over. Then he says you must now take up, place yourself Onto the place where Christ enjoyed victory. You must now position yourself on the victory that Jesus attained. That the Lord now fight for you. Surrender to the Lord. Tell him, Lord, fight for me now. These are mere mortals. And then Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. We're just beginning. This is how we're beginning our service tonight. Ephesians chapter 6 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On such a beautiful, beautiful night. When we have a lot of revival to present tonight. But you know the word. We promised you this right. We promised you neno. The word. The word. The the word with power. It's better that the church sort out her position first. Before she starts celebrating and dancing in the streets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So she may have something to dance for. Right? The book of Hebrews chapter 6. Turn with me there. Hebrews chapter 6. The book of Hebrews. Very thin pages I have here. The book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. It says the following. Hebrews 6 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm where have I read that that it may justify for you that after you've noted that you are not able alone that now you have to ride on the victory that Christ already attained for you. Then knowing the nature of the battle. A spiritual battle. In heavenly places. Then now you need the Holy Spirit. It's a must. Otherwise. The book of Acts chapter 19. Acts before we start. Acts 19. 
Kabla tuanze kitabu cha matendo ya sura ya 19. Beautiful. I know most people are asking then when are we going to start? Najua watu wengi wanauliza basi je tutaanza lini? The book of Acts chapter 19. Kitabu cha matendo sura ya 19. The word is the one that builds the church. Neno ndilo ambalo linalijenga kanisa. The word is the one that matures your souls. Neno ndilo ambalo linakomaza nafsi zenu. Acts chapter 19 verse 11. Matendo ya mitume sura ya 19 mstari wa 11. Up to 20. Hadi 20. And he says the following. Na anasema yafuatayo. He says God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. Anasema Mungu akafanya miujiza mingi isiyo ya kawaida kwa mkono wa Paulo. So that even the handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick. Kwamba hata leso au vitambaa vilivyokuwa vimemguza vimeguza mwili wa Paulo vilivyowekwa juu ya wagonjwa. And their illnesses were cured. Nayo magonjwa yao yakaponywa. And the evil spirits left them. Na pepo wachafu wakawatoka. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus. Basi baadhi ya Wayahudi wenye kutangatanga huku na huko wakitoa pepo wachafu wakajaribu kutumia jina la Bwana Yesu. The, the, Lord, the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon possessed. They would say in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches. I command you to come out. Seven sons of Skeva. A Jewish chief priest. We are doing this. One day the evil spirits answered them. Jesus I know. And Paul I know about. But who are you that is saying I curse you get out of here. I bind you na kufunga na kukemea. Who are you saying these things? I curse you I curse you. Lakini ninyi nikina nani ambao mnasema na kufunga na kukemea na kufunga kabisa? They said. Again he said. Kisha akasema. They was they were saying in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches I command you to come out. Walikuwa wanasema kwamba kwa jina lake Yesu ambaye Paulo anamhubiri ninakuamrisha mtoke. Seven sons of Skeva. Wana saba wa Skeva. A Jewish chief priest. Aliyekuwa kiongozi wa makuhani Kiyahudi. We are doing this thing. Walikuwa wanafanya mambo haya. One day the evil spirit answered them. Siku moja pepo mchafu akawajibu. Jesus I know. Yesu namjua and Paul I know about Na Paulo pia ninamjua But who are you Lakini ninyi ni kina nani Then the man who had the evil spirits jumped on them Kisha yule mtu aliyekuwa na pepo mchafu akawarukia And overpowered them all Akawashambulia vikali akawashika kwa nguvu And he gave them such a hot beating Akawapatia pigo la kumaanisha kabisa That they ran out of the house naked and bleeding with wounds Kesi kwamba wakatoka ndani ya ile nyumba wakikimbia wakiwa uchi na wenye majeraha yanayovuja damu When this became known to the Jews and the Greeks living in Ephesus Wakati habari hii ilipojulikana kwa Wayahudi wote na Wayunani waliokaa Efeso They were seized with fear Hofu ikawajaa wote And the name of the Lord was held in most high honor Nalo jina lake Bwana Yesu likaheshimiwa sana Most of those who believed came and openly confessed what they had done Wengi wa wale waliokuwa wameamini wakati huu wakaja na kutubu waziwazi kuhusu matendo yao maovu. My message to the present day church is this. Ujumbe wangu kwa kanisa la sasa hivi ni hili. You need the Holy Spirit. Mnamhitaji Roho Mtakatifu. is a spiritual battle. Vita ni vita vya kiroho. I see you doing Christianity in the physical realm. Ninawaona mkiendeleza Ukristo katika nyanja ya kiasili. And yet the battle we have is a spiritual battle in heavenly realm. Heavenly places. You need the Holy Spirit first. To receive him. And let him infill you. And to be led by him. But he will not come to a sinner. He requires a vessel. He will not come to a liar. When he comes, he reveals the holiness of Jesus. He tells you that look Jesus is holy. So the first thing is genuine repentance. That you may create a vessel for the glory of God to be filled. And this has been the order throughout the entire Bible. Even Samson. When the Lord sent Samson. Even Gideon. 
Gideon. When he sent Gideon. Gideon, Gideon cried out. Gideon alilia. I am the least in my mama's house. Mimi ndiye aliye mdogo sana katika nyumba ya mamangu. In the house of my mama I'm the smallest. Katika nyumba ya mamangu mimi ndiye mdogo zaidi. And my tribe is the smallest among them all. Na kabila langu ndilo dogo zaidi. How can you call me mighty warrior? Je, unawezaje kuniita shujaa mwenye nguvu? Then he told him. Basi akamwambia. Not by power. Sio kwa nguvu. Oh by my. Not by the spirit of the Lord. Where will I achieve it? And he slaughtered the enemy. Even Samson. Look at this now. They always needed the Holy Spirit to defeat the devil. Even David. Even Jehoshaphat. They always needed the Spirit of the Lord to defeat the devil. What is the present day church doing without the Holy Spirit? They always needed the Spirit of the Lord. You will need the Spirit of the Lord in order to defeat the devil. You cannot resist the devil without the Spirit of the Lord. Otherwise the sons of Sceva will repeat with you. They will jump on you and tear you and slap you and smash you with pangas, with machetes and you come out bleeding and running for your life. Every person in the Bible that was able to resist the devil, they always used the spirit of the Lord. Even David, even Samson, even Gideon, even Jesus. Hallelujah. Even Jesus. One archbishop, they need the spirit of the Lord. They need the spirit of the Lord. Michael needs one. The spirit of the Lord is a mass. What is this the present day church is trying to do without the spirit of the Lord? And you find them walking the whole night, binding, binding, binding what? Hey, what is that you are doing without the spirit of God? How come you can't tell that holiness comes first? Repentance first. Holiness first before the Holy Spirit comes into the vessel. Hallelujah. The fire of the gospel is here tonight. we have to sort it. Because the bride of Christ is not going to come from a Hindu temple. The bride of Christ is not going to come from an Islamic mosque. Is not going to come from any kind of sect of Islam. The bride of Christ that enters heaven is not going to come from a Buddhist mosque. The bride of Christ is not going to come from Freemason. The bride of Christ must come from the church of Christ. It do not come from the Mormon religion. Mormon. Hey. Hey. It is the church. So we have to sort it out tonight. Here. So step by step. Even Samson. The book of Judges turn with me. Judges chapter 13. Even Samson needed the spirit of the Lord. Oy. Oy. How can you take 300 foxes? 300 foxes, you don't hear me. And tie them to the two by two with a tail and fire. Tail, two of them tie put fire. Two of them How can you do that without the spirit of God? Everybody in the Bible that ever resisted the devil, they required the spirit of God. Samson took 300 foxes. And none of them could touch him or bite him. Everybody that ever fought the devil. Everybody that ever resisted Satan. Everybody that ever fought sin. Resisted wickedness. Battled against five places of darkness. They required the spirit of God. Even the present day church requires the spirit of God. She must repent first and be holy that God may fill her and give her power and lead her by the spirit to slay the giants. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty gospel when the senior archbishop is sitting right here. Witnessing all this. In the heart of the coronavirus. God is preparing a perfect bride. And he's telling the present day church. You must reclaim your original name. You must reclaim your original stature. You cannot be all run over like a flood with wickedness of Satan. My God who raises standard. A mighty standard. The standard of the blood. And the Holy Spirit. And he will send you out with fire and power. Raging and raving to lead people to the kingdom of God. The book of Judges. The book of Judges. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a time. In the history of the church. Judges chapter 13. Turn with me chapter 13 real quick. We have only two, three scriptures over there. The book of Judges. Verses 24-25. Look at what it says here. The woman gave birth to a boy. He named him Samson. He grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir him. While he was in Mahanen. While he was in Mahanen. Between Zora. And Estoal. The spirit of God. Began to stir him up. When he was young. The spirit of the Lord began to stir him up. Samson, when he was young, because God knew that he had a mission to come out and resist the devil and fight Satan. Even Jesus needed the Holy Spirit. As we begin step by step, Judges 15, verse 4. Look at what he says there. He says, so he went out. And caught 300 foxes and tied them tail to tail in pairs. He then fastened a torch, burning a burning torch to every pair of tails. He lit the torches and let the foxes loose in the standing grain of the Philistines. And he burnt up the stock and the standing grain together and the vineyards and the olive groves. There is a battle. It's a spiritual battle. How can you be a soldier in the battle without weaponry? Without capacitation? The devil will run you over like a flood. The first step in resisting the devil, you need the Holy Spirit. You must be spirit filled. And you must be spirit led. But how can you be spirit filled when you are not fully repented? When you are rebellious and treacherous. Rebellion and treachery are the names of your game. That your middle name is rebellion and treachery. Rebelling against the law. When you hear about repentance and righteousness, the devil in you is riled. He screams. The devil in you, when he hears the rebuking of sin, the devil screams. How bad can the Holy Spirit fail you? How can you fight 
wawezaje kupigana in this battle katika vita hivi without the help of the holy spirit bila msaada wa roho mtakatifu and he says here na anasema hapa chapter 16 i don't have much time 1629 we kitab, finish with this kitabu cha waamuzi 16:29 tumalize na hii and he says the following anasema yafuatayo then samson reached towards the two central pillars ndipo samson akazikaribia zile nguzo mbili za katikati on which the temple stood ah. i'm talking about the last time this is now the last effort the last battle samson is giving and on this day samson is going to kill even much more than he ever killed nazungumza kuhusiana hey, na wakati wa mwisho the holy spirit nahitaji nazungumza kuhusiana na wakati wa mwisho wakati wa lala salama na wakati huu samson anaenda kwa watu wengi kabisa kabisa more than he ever killed kuliko wakati ambapo aliwahi kuwa you need the spirit of the lord to do the battle of god mnamhitaji roho wa bwana ili kufanya vita vya mungu to walk in today's life ili kutembea katika maisha ya as a holy christian kama mkristo mtakatifu kama mchungaji kama askofu kama mwinjilisti
the Lord. Kwa sababu vita ni vya Bwana. Only the Lord can bring down Satan. Can we begin there now? Part of belongs to the Lord. Vita ni vya Bwana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open with me right away. Fungua pamoja nami moja kwa moja. The book of Second Chronicles right away. Kitabu cha mambo ya nyakati wa pili moja kwa moja. Second Chronicles blessed people. Mambo ya nyakati wa pili watu wabarikiwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The book of Second Chronicles. Kitabu cha mambo ya nyakati wa pili. Turn with me right away. Doka pamoja nami moja kwa moja. Second Chronicles. Kwenye kitabu cha mambo ya nyakati wa pili. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Second Chronicles chapter 20. Kauka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha mambo ya nyakati wa pili sura ya 20. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you may understand. Ili kwamba upate kuelewa. You need the spirit of God. Ya kwamba mnamhitaji roho wa Mungu. You need the spirit of the Lord. Mnamhitaji roho wa Bwana. In order to resist the devil. Ili kwamba mpate kumpinga shetani. Because the battle belongs to the Lord. Kwa sababu vita ni vya Bwana. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Kitabu cha mambo ya nyakati wa pili sura ya 20. Once you get there we'll read it. Mara tumefika pale tutasoma. I have thin pages they are very thin so it takes me time to open them. Ninazo kurasa ambazo ni nyembamba kabisa hivi inanichukua wakati kufika pale. Lakini tutafika pale. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Kitabu cha mambo ya nyakati wa pili sura ya 20. I'm reading 14 down. Nasoma 14 kwenda chini. 14 to 20. 14 hadi 23 if you will. The spirit of the Lord came on Jahaziel son of Zechariah. Ndipo roho wa Bwana akaja juu ya mtu mmoja jina lake Yahazieli mwana wa Zekaria son of Benaiah mwana wa Benaya son of Jael mwana wa Yeyeli son of Matania mwana wa Matania a Levite mlawi and descendant of descendant of Asaph mzao wa Asafu as he stood in the assembly alipokuwa amesimama katikati ya kusanyiko he said the spirit of the lord came upon him anasema kwamba roho wa bwana alikuja juu yake and he said na anasema listen king jehoshaphat akasema sikiliza mfalme jehoshaphat and all who live in judah na nyote mnaoishi yuda and jerusalem na yerusalemu this is what the lord says to you today hili ndilo bwana this is what the lord says to you hili ndilo bwana asema lo kwenu do not be afraid msiogope or discouraged wala msifadhaike because of this vast army kwa sababu ya jeshi hili kubwa for the battle is not yours kwa maana vita si vyenu but the battle belongs to the lord bali vita ni vya mungu the battle is god's vita ni vya mungu tomorrow march down against them kesho shukeni kukabiliana nao they will be climbing up wanakuwa juu by the pass of this kupanda ngenge la sisi and you find them at the end of the gorge of the desert of jeruel nanyi mtawakuta mwisho wa bonde kabla ya jangwa ya Yerueli you will not have to fight this battle hamtahitaji kupigana vita hivi take up your position kaeni kwenye nafasi zenu stand firm simameni imara and see deliver us the lord who give you namkaone wokovu ambao bwana atawapatia judah and jerusalem enyi yuda na yerusalemu do not be afraid msiogope do not be discouraged wala msishushwe go to face them tomorrow and anendi mkalkabiliana kesho the lord will be with you bwana atakuwa pamoja nanyi Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell to the ground in worship before the Lord Then some Levites from the Kohathites ndipo baadhi ya watu walawi kutoka kwa wakohati and the korahites na watu wa kora they stood up and praised the lord wakasimama na kumsifu bwana the god of israel mungu wa israel with a very loud voice kwa sauti kubwa early in the morning asubuhi na mapema they left for the desert of tekoa wakaende wakaondoka kuelekea kwenye jangwa la tekoa they set out walikaanza safari yehoshafat stood and said yehoshafat akasimama na kusema listen to me judah nisikilize enyi yuda and the people of jerusalem Have faith in the Lord you are God. And you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets. And you prosper. And you succeed. You will be successful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how then can the present day church of Christ be successful in her battle when the mega prophets of the Bible have come and she's not willing to submit? Hey, you need the spirit of the Lord. You cannot. You cannot fight without the spirit of God. The battle belongs to the Lord. When the mega prophets of God have come. And they have gone 
up into the heavenlies. And they have crushed the neutron stars. Given the prophecy 13 years earlier. With finest details. When they have already commanded the son to clap for the Lord. When the son has obeyed and clapped to God in honor and recognition of this mega prophet of the Bible. And yet you have not yet submitted. What is the problem? You need the spirit of the Lord. After consulting the people, verse 21 of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. You need to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. How can you praise him for the splendor of his holiness if you are not walking in holiness? If you don't like repentance. If the devil in you and the year repentance always rises up the devil in your flesh. How then are you able to praise the splendor of his holiness? I don't know which enemies have hemmed you from the inside. 